Aloha, everybody. Here we are on the podcast. Oh, no, wait a minute. That's a different podcast. Hey, guys, welcome to the In the Game Room podcast, episode number 21. Hey, we're 21 now. We can drink. In this show, I'm going to catch up on a little hobby news, what I've been working on and things like that. And uh, then I'm going to get into a discussion on using veterans versus regular or inexperienced troops. Um, that segment's going to apply primarily to bolt action, but I, I think the topic itself can apply to a lot of different games where you have different levels of proficiency in your forces and, uh, you know, how that affects the outcome of the game. So anyways, uh, get right into the hobby news. What I've been working on lately is uh, a new modular trench system for 28mm wargaming. Uh, my company makes a trench system for 20mm wargaming that's actually really, really nice. And I can't take credit for that. Someone else made the masters, and I'm just doing the casting for those. Um, so they're made under license. Um, but they're really, really nice. But the trouble with them is that the trenches themselves are only about... Um, I don't have one here in front of me, but they're less than three-quarters of an inch front to back. So when you put a figure down in the trench, um, if it has a base on it at all, and it's larger than about three-quarters of an inch, or actually if it's larger than about a half an inch, it's probably not going to fit. Um, the guy that made the original Masters plays a lot of 20-millimeter wargaming, and he does not use bases other than, you know, what comes with the miniature, the actual metal base on the bottom that comes cast in. And those are, you know, about three-eighths of an inch in diameter. So he uh, made the trenches to accommodate those. So anyways, that's been the only complaint with that trench system is that if you base your miniatures, you can't use them. So when I went to create a trench system for 28mm wargaming, specifically bolt action, I decided to make them accommodate one-inch bases or 25mm bases because that's what most people use with their 28mm figures. So that's the story behind why there's a new uh, system of trenches. But anyways, um, so I came up with a whole system of five or six or seven or eight or I forget how many there are, a bunch of different modules. And of course, I'm making a, a set for myself and painting them and, you know, flocking them and putting uh, ground covering and things like that on them. So I've been working on those. I've got five or six completely done and painted and decorated and ready to use and I've got a few more to make and then once I get one of each done then I'll probably start making some multiples of a few like the straight sections so I've been working on those uh, they look pretty cool um, I haven't used them in a game yet but I, I will pretty soon um, what else I've been working on uh, the my 28 millimeter armies are expanding. I'm working on a British Airborne unit right now, so I'm painting up 30 British Airborne guys in 28mm. Um, also, I got it, recently I got a, a what is it? Uh, the Battle for Berlin box from Warlord Games for Bolt Action. It contains a bunch of buildings, a bunch of figures, some vehicles, and in the figures there was a, a dozen German Waffen SS troops and a dozen German regulars. I don't know if they were paratroopers or just regular dudes, but whatever. 
So I'm putting those those Germans together as well. I'm going to add those dozen Waffen SS guys to my existing collection of 30, I think there are. Um, so I'll have uh, 42 when I'm done. So I'm working on those guys too. And then after that, probably I'm going to add some more uh, some more Marines. I've got a box of Marines coming back from a customer on a return. I have a feeling they're going to be open and they're probably going to be unsellable. So I'm probably just going to build those. So that's what's coming up in the very near future. Um, I played a uh, I played a game last night. Uh, my first complete solo war game. I've played a lot of like uh, you know demonstration not demonstrations. What am I trying to say here? I've played a lot of war games where I just want to try something out, try out a new weapon, a new tactic, a new rule, whatever. So I'll just play like a turn or two, you know, against myself to, to try these things out. But last night was the first night, I think, that I've ever played an entire war game through to the end uh, by myself. So I played a, I played a bolt-action game last night. I think it ran about like nine turns, because I played to the bitter end. I play until, you know, the last guy dies. So I think it, I didn't keep track actually very carefully, but I think it was probably around nine or ten turns, and um, I'm going to get into in a minute why I did that. That's the, an upcoming topic, but that was kind of fun, and it made me think again about uh, micro armor gaming. As you guys probably know, up until a year ago, that's all I played was micro armor. I played micro armor for thirty-seven years. Yeah, thirty-seven years. Um, started very briefly before that with Dungeons and Dragons like everyone does in the you know the late 70s early 80s um, but then I went on to micro armor and I've been playing micro armor for 37 years and I love it just the the last year I've just been wanting something different and that's why I got into bolt action but anyways I'm thinking about how fun it might be to set up a solo micro armor game so I'm probably going to do that pretty soon because, like I said, it's been about a year since I've played any micro armor. So it is time. That's my first love in wargaming, my first passion, and it's it's the reason I'm in the business that I'm in. Uh, micro armor gaming is what got me into the hobby, and the hobby that got me into the business. So so I'm kind of looking forward to getting back into that again. Um, bolt action is not going anywhere for me. It's still really really fun. And I'm going to play the hell out of it. Um, but I think I'm going to mix in a little micro armor as well. So what's next on my little list here? Um, this isn't gaming related, really. But um, a few weeks ago, I was over at a friend's house painting miniatures. And he put up on the television the movie Kelly's Heroes. And believe it or not, for a person of my age, um, that was the first time I'd ever seen it. And um, it was cool. I liked it. It was, I mean, it was funny. It, it made war funny, which is not easy to do, I guess. Um, but it was, it was entertaining, and I enjoyed watching it. So, um, I, I was going nowhere with that. That's it. I should just put a period on the end of that and say full stop. It was a good movie. I watched it. Done. So, what else is going on right now? Oh, the Las Vegas Open. Well, this is, um, this is Sunday night at 10:30. So the Las Vegas Open is over. But it happened this weekend, and a good friend of mine, Paul, from the War Room podcast, was there. 
and uh, as well as were the guys from Warlord USA, a couple of guys I know from there, um, John, uh, John, come on, Russell, John Russell, who is like the demo coordinator. I forget what his actual title is, but he runs all the demo games and tournaments and things for for Warlord in the United States. He was there. Um, I did not get to go. Last minute I had to cancel, but I was looking forward to seeing those guys. But I'll see them all again at uh, at uh, Adepticon. So that's only a couple of months away, so that'll be cool. But anyways, Paul was there. Um, he got some great photos of the of the bolt action game boards that were out there for the tournament and sent them to me, which was really cool because all of the buildings on these boards were supplied by me for this tournament. So it was really cool to see that many of my product being used on a, uh, on a game board for a tournament. I have quite a few 28 millimeter buildings myself, but I don't have as many as they had there for that tournament. So it was kind of cool to see that many being used all at once. So getting back to the uh, solo game I played last night, I told you I'd talk more about that in a minute, and here we are. Um, the reason why I played this game last night was I wanted to test out something. I've always heard that in, in bolt action, it's better to take veteran soldiers rather than regular or inexperienced because they're better. They're veterans, of course. They are, they're harder to kill. They pass their morale checks easier. Um, those are the two main things, um, but those are important and those are big things. So it got me thinking like, okay, they're better. They're harder to kill, but they're a lot more expensive. And I'm sure most of you know games like bolt action and others use a point system you say i'm going to make a army that's you know 300 500 a thousand points or whatever and then you get as many guys as you can with veterans of course you get fewer guys because they're more expensive i'm doing little air quotes here under expensive um so i decided i was going to figure out how many veteran german ss guys i can get and really equip them well with assault rifles and stuff like that, and see how many I could get for 300 points. Just seemed like a random number. I didn't want to go 500 because I'm playing by myself. It would just be too much to handle for one person, or it would just take too long, really. So I wanted to do 300. So I did. I created a, a German SS force that has uh, two platoons, uh, three total, actually. Um, two of them were identical. They were an NCO with an assault rifle, four infantry guys with an assault with assault rifles and two infantry guys with regular rifles so there were two of those identical and then in addition to that the third unit was a medium machine gun team also veteran so all three of these units together came out to 297 points you know roughly 300 um, that gave me three activation dice gave me uh 12 24 uh 28, no, give 30. Gave me 30 shots per turn if everybody was shooting, you know, with all the assault rifles and the regular rifles and the medium machine gun. Gave me 30 rounds to fire per turn. So then I went on and said, okay, so that's 300 points. How many regular U.S. guys can I get for 300 points? I ended up with five squads. Uh, 
two of the squads were an NCO with a rifle, four infantry with rifle, and an infantry with a BAR. So there's two of those. That gets me uh, four, five, six, seven shots per each. That's 14 total. And then there were two other uh, squads, NCO with a rifle and five infantry with a rifle, two of those. And that got me uh, six, 12 more shots. And then on top of that, the fifth squad was a medium machine gun, which gets five shots. Uh, I wish I would have been writing this down, but that actually gets me more shots per turn than the more expensive uh, German SS veterans. So there's a slight advantage there already. More, more bullets flying per turn coming from the Americans. So that's important. Also, the U.S. side gets five order dice as opposed to the Germans getting three. So there's possibly a, a tactical advantage there, having five units that you can spread out around the board and move independently as opposed to just three, and a better chance of getting an early order die out, which sometimes can be very important. So there's, you know, a, you know five chances versus three. So based on these two forces, oh, by the way, the, the, the U.S., uh, uh, squads came out to an exact total 300. So they actually had three points more than the Germans, but that's not enough to make a difference. So I went ahead and played a game, went on about uh, nine or ten turns, as I think I said earlier. I tried as hard as I could to play the same style aggressively on both sides. I you know, I didn't. I didn't want one team to win over the other. You know, I didn't. I I played smart on both sides. I think, and I I tried hard to find out what the natural result would be. Uh, long story short, in the end, after about ten turns, the Germans were wiped out, and the Americans had three uh, three platoons left. They weren't all full strength, but there were three three distinct uh, platoons left so basically we killed all three german units two american units were killed and then a few a few random guys from the remaining platoons so having the much stronger better equipped more experienced veteran germans um did not make enough of a difference to outweigh the fact that the Americans had a lot more guys. It should be said also that the the game is very dependent on die rolls, so there's a randomness there. I, I know I could probably play this exact same setup again on the same board with everything the same, and the, and the outcome could be completely different. The, the Germans could win, um, but again there's the randomness of the die rolls so so my findings here that the veterans don't seem to be worth the extra money may or may not be true and it's it's definitely anecdotal you know just not based on this one solo game but it is what i found i found that they they weren't as good and it wasn't as easy to play the germans because you just didn't have too many options you had you know, two squads of guys with rifles and a, and a medium machine gun. And the medium machine gun got into position and went into ambush and stayed in ambush for most of the game. So that was another die out of the bag that stayed out of the bag. So I was playing five dice against two, really, and he was just sitting there. So when I pulled a German die, I had two units to look at, 
and two possible things I could do. And that's that seemed very limiting. And then all of a sudden, two or three American units would converge on one German unit, and suddenly they weren't so badass anymore. So if you want to see the uh, the entire battle, I've edited it down. Edit, edited it. Yes, I did edit it <laughs> down to about a one-hour video. Um, it probably took about an hour and a half or so to play, but I edited it. God, I can't even say that word. It's shorter now. And anyways, the video is on YouTube. I posted a link on the uh, inthegameroom.com uh, blog site thing. So you can go to inthegameroom.com and you'll see... Uh, It'll say in the game room, episode 85, I think, was the number. It's the most recent video episode on there, and that'll get you a link. And you can watch the entire thing if you want and see how it went down blow by blow. But uh, but in my opinion, the veterans weren't worth the extra money. Um, taking a lot more regular guys really could have uh, turned it around. Now... I, I, I can't remember, but I think I think if you take SS, I think regular is not an option. I think I think SS has to be veterans. And if I'm wrong, then I'm just making myself sound stupid here. But um, I could have just taken them and said, you know, they're just regular German paratroopers or just regular here guys. But anyways, babbled on long enough. Veterans don't seem to be the good thing for me. That's what I found out your mileage may vary. Um, if you have a different opinion on that, go to inthegameroom.com and in the comments let me know how you feel about veterans versus regular versus inexperienced. I've heard of guys that like to play inexperienced because they can just get a shit ton of guys and that's a lot of shots. You know, they suck, they die easy, but it's a lot of guys and if you play aggressive and get up there and get into the battle and shoot, you could overrun your enemy you know, killing them as you go. So if that's your tactic, I'd like to hear about it. So we're up to about 18 minutes here. I think that's enough. I try to keep these things kind of short and sweet. Um, so I think that's it for now. Uh, the next convention I have coming up is the Orcon convention in Los Angeles, a little less than a month away. So there'll be a lot of content coming from that, but I'll try to get in at least a few more between now and then. I got to make this thing a lot more regular. Um, so that's what I'm going to try to do. So that's it for now. Keep on gaming, guys. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.